Hello, make sure you subscribe so you never miss an episode. You rate and review my podcast if you like me. And you can follow me on Instagram. It's YesKingOliver. Tati bye. Okay, guys, so now it's time to start day trading and mimicking my trades. So I trade with a large amount each day. And I will be posting in the Telegram group the coin that I'm trading and the time that I'm about to buy and the time that I'm going to sell. So you can mimic me and do exactly what I'm doing. I've done all the work I've grafted for years and I simply tell you what coin and what time. And all you do is press buy and sell. If you want to do it and be part of it, the link is in the description. The link is in the description below. See you there. It's free of charge, by the way. Um, There's nothing to enter. And um, yeah, it's all free. Um, just as I ended the call, somebody requested to join. Don't know who it was. I'm just going to, uh, okay, somebody, it's Samantha. Samantha, I've just accepted you. <clears throat> Appreciate you coming back on so that uh, I could use your platform. That was very sweet of you. Yeah, I saw you were on, I accepted <laughs> you, and you, and you went, and then suddenly just I don't as I know ended what's it, going on with the app this morning. Back. It's a little bit glitchy. <laughs> Um, um, yeah, yeah. So, uh, I presume you listened to Palm. Yeah, I did. I did. And um, while I agree with you guys that meditation is a great and powerful and useful tool, I felt moved to comment on something that Palm said: that meditation was all you really needed to live a healthy life. And I think that's doing a disservice, especially to people who find themselves clinically and severely depressed. Maybe they suffer from PTSD or severe anxiety or disorders and um, have to take medication for that. You know, me- meditation will help in tandem with that, but there's nothing wrong with also retraining your brain to create that serotonin and dopamine that it's no longer creating um, by use of medication, you know? Oh, yeah, I agree. So medication, meditation, the difference is the T and the C. So I had Tourette's, right, growing up, and I was uh-huh. on medication. And that slowed my brain down. And as a result, I would twitch less because it was the twitching. The twitching occurred through excessive thinking. And excessive mm-hmm. thinking came from just too much thinking, basically. And so I came off my medication overnight, and I meditated for three weeks straight. And I cured Tourette's, right? And what I also uh-huh. had was OCD, ADHD, and insomnia through excessively thinking during the night, depression and anxiety. So I put my hand up at school, heart would pound, and I would need, my heart would fucking pan up my chest. So sure. insomnia, depression, anxiety, OCD, ADHD, Tourette's was all cured by medication. Now, if you understand what happens when you meditate, you basically put your body back into its natural alignment, which it should already sure. be in. And I, and I absolutely understand that. And I can only give you, you know, my experience having dealt with severe depression and PTSD um, that stems from some really severe trauma that I went through a few years ago. And um, no amount of meditation on its own was able to fix or even alleviate some of the symptoms from those problems, you know, and I... I am a professional musician, right? I've been a touring musician for 20 years and I use my platform to talk about mental health and to try and destigmatize mental health, especially in artist communities. So, you know, again, meditation is an incredibly powerful tool. And if that's all you need, then more power to you. Um, I think that's phenomenal. 
But I think we're doing a disservice to people by saying that's all you need, full stop. So what I will say is when you meditated, how long were you meditating for? And and what was the duration in weeks of which you were meditating or months? 20 to 30 minutes, two or three times a day, um, whenever I would get my panic attacks. And uh, this lasted for about four or five weeks before my insurance kicked in and I was able to actually see a psychiatrist and start utilizing the benefits of therapy. So you were doing like, say, an hour and a half or at least an hour um, a day, right? For about five, six weeks. Correct. Right. So imagine me, I had Tourette's my whole life, right? All I ever knew was medication and the twitching. So the more you think, the more you think, right? The more you go to the gym, the more you build your muscles, and then you just get bigger and bigger and bigger. So Mm -hmm. basically, the more your body has been in a certain state, the harder it is to get out. So I didn't have, say, trauma growing up, right? So my only issue was excessive thinking. So when I was able to slow my brain down, because I just had to slow my brain down, there was no trauma to deal with. So mm-hmm. imagine I've got past shit I need to deal with and future stuff coming into my brain. I just had to stop future stuff coming into my brain and work out my past thoughts, which is basically just questions about life. If mm-hmm. someone has trauma or has gone through abuse or has gone through a drug addiction or shit that is far more severe than say someone like me and my story it will take far longer to undo right the longer like the earlier the trauma started and the severity of what the trauma was means it won't just like in my situation i healed my Tourette's in three weeks of meditation it will take longer for someone who's got severe trauma to deal with compared to someone like me who just had to slow my brain down so it wouldn't just take, say, five to six weeks, like in your situation. It may take years, year or oh, two. Oh, absolutely. Constant, and I still meditate meditation. on a daily basis. Um, I just use it in tandem with, you know, uh, other therapies, I guess you could say. Um, and I've found that it's had a startling effect on my overall demeanor and my ability to try and move past some of this trauma and put it behind me you know, um, and again, I just- Startling meaning, what do you mean by startling? I, the idea that not just medication will work for some people and not just meditation will work for some people, that, um, but when paired together, uh, you know, and practicing healthy practices and mindfulness and, and so forth and so on, you know, utilizing the tools in your toolbox, uh, you literally retrain your brain to start creating serotonin and dopamine again, that it had lost the ability to create. That's amazing to me. See, it, 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 how I see life is, it's either man-made or nature. So the reason why I had to come off my medication in order to meditate near Tourette's is because in order for me to need to find a solution to a problem, I have to see the problem. It's like mm-hmm. painting over wallpaper. You need to remove the wallpaper and then paint. So for me, taking medication and meditating, it, it's like a dog chasing its tail because I know loads of people who've, you know, on antidepressants and medication for anxiety etc and i found a similar pattern 
they're on it and they're still on it, right? Like e-cigarettes. The whole point of e-cigarettes is to come off cigarettes, to go to e-cigarettes, mm -hmm. to then stop. These days, people are just switching it. Now, imagine you're in such pain. You broke your leg and you're in pain. You take steroids. Now, in an animal kingdom, if you wound yourself, you're fucked. You're going to just dry up in the sun. You're just going to die in that desert and dry up, right? Right. And I get, so, and I get the analogy you're trying to make here, but I don't think you can actually compare human beings to the rest of the animal kingdom because the reason human beings have survived and thrived is because of community. Because when one of us is unable to stand on our own, we lift that person up and we walk together to the finish line. That's how we've been able to thrive. I, I agree, but what what I was getting at is that oh, if sorry. someone's in pain and they're taking and they're taking steroids, then there's no pain anymore, and so they will continue doing what they were doing, which was creating the pain, which simply mm -hmm. could be lifting up bricks as a builder, right? Because you can't feel the pain, you just continue, and you're still doing the action that caused the pain in the first place. So, in order to deal with the issue permanently, remove it from your life, you need to be in pain. Work out why am I in pain? It's from lifting all these bricks. Stop lifting the bricks. I'm not in pain. Taking medicine, although it may be a temporary solution, will never be a permanent solution. And the permanent solution is to essentially not need the medicine and feel great without it. And the problem with taking medicines is that you don't feel that pain anymore, aka trauma, anxiety, depression, steroids, pain, whatever, and it becomes comfortable. And you forget the whole point of where the issue came from and in order to face an issue you need to be able to see it like if a, a if a manager of a business is on holiday and he's not uh -huh. there seeing the issues he's not going to know where the issues are but if he's constantly there seeing problems he's going to have to deal with it and it is a tricky situation because it's because of man that man and how we live as a society that has created all these issues like anxiety and depression and you need man to fix it. Like if we eating loads of sugary drinks, we're going to need to use toothpaste to counteract the um, sugar that's you know making plaque on our teeth. That's when right. you need a man-made product. But in terms of the mental health shit, which I I was I've gone through, you need to know there's a problem in order to fix it. And medicine is about basically balancing out your body to feeling good, how you want to feel. But meditation, if you do it enough will get you to the same place of how you feel on the medication. The only difference is it may take longer to meditate based on right. the, tra the trauma someone's been through, or the amount of pain. That I will agree on. You know, the more that, trauma you have, the, case, the more you need to unfortunately, meditate. unfortunately, I don't, I don't have, and I hate to keep cutting you off. I'm so sorry. This is just a topic <laughs> I, I feel very passionately about. Um, unfortunately, I don't have that space to be able to dedicate you know, weeks, months, years of my life to meditation without medication because my trauma was so severe, it caused such severe depression and, and compounded PTSD and and so forth and so on, you know. Um, see, I, a lot of people on this app know about my story, so I don't mind repeating it here, but I am a human trafficking survivor. Um, I was forced into it um, through an ex and it was a very abusive and horrible situation. And um, I can honestly tell you if it weren't for the medications that I'm on right now, I don't think I would have survived. I don't think I would have had the wherewithal to pull myself back up and find some brevity and uh, 
and want to live. You know how some people, people say some people are lucky or they're not, or you're just born with luck and some are not, right? Sure. There is some truth to that because depending on, you know, the planets that were around us when the person was born, you're directly connected to those planets and the energy. And let's just say that that planet doesn't orbit for another 100 years. Well, the person will be dead by then. And so Mm -hmm. they're not going to get their next shot for 100 years. Whereas someone who's got a planet that is going to orbit every three years or whatever, you know, things are going to happen regularly. So there is truth to, you know, you can use law of attraction to create luck and whatever. And that's also true. But some people are dealt shitty hands and there's nothing you could do like that and you could say well reincarnate to the next life and and that's just a a different topic but I agree if someone has been given a shitty hand in life sometimes the alternative to as you say not being here is a man-made thing whether it's alcohol cigarettes medication sex whatever it is a job we are constantly working you're going to need something man-made and nature won't be able to do it. It's like no matter how hard I try to revive my um, orchid plant, right? It, mm-hmm. If it's dead, it's dead. Right. Um, and so what you're saying, I, I agree. Um, even though to prove this theory is not incorrect, one would have to meditate for the rest of their life to then say meditation doesn't work. But no one's got that amount of time to do that. And obviously, if your musician always on the road, you might not have right. the years to constantly meditate all day, every day for what could be five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten years. You don't know how long it would take to meditate. Right, to the point exactly. where med- yeah, so I, I, I do agree with that. Um, it's circumstantial to the person. Um, you know, I do believe that meditation can heal anybody, but you need to do the physical time and the work. And it's sometimes, like your situation, it's not, it's not going to work for you unless, for example, you stop music for years. And then you could say in a hundred years time, I did it after 99 years and it worked or it might not. So yeah, it's, um, you can only make do with what you have in front of you and sure. Yeah. And you can only really base that on people's experiences and proof really. And so I guess what I'm trying to impart upon your listeners is there's no shame and utilizing both methods if that's what you need to do. Um, And then most people are under the idea that if they're put on antidepressants, it's going to be for the rest of their life. That's simply not true. Most of the time, psychiatrists prescribe them for a limited amount of months, and it's literally to retrain your brain how to create these chemicals that it stopped creating for whatever reason. So, you know, you're on antidepressants for three or four months, pair that with meditation as well and continue the practice of meditation once you've gotten off the medication and I believe you're set, you know? Um, but in the interim, that medication is, is altogether helpful. Yeah. So, um, you know, I, I don't particularly, like, if, if, if I, um, can not use medic- medicine then I won't but if I really have to then I will mm-hmm. so if I've like if I was really 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 in pain and as a, as a human we are blessed with all the human tools do you want to continue this chat again after this yeah if that's okay up? if you don't mind yeah yeah um yeah um 
you know, we are blessed with human tools. And if we've created medicines, so, you know, the animal kingdom, if a lion was to fall, then he's probably just going to die there. Whereas if a man or human can, um, hang on, can you, uh, yeah. If a um, man has created medicine to numb the pain so we can get up and walk to give us a second chance, then that's a blessing that humans have created. So medicines, if it means that somebody who wouldn't otherwise be here can be here, of course, that is the most, that's an amazing thing. Right. Um, that is, full stop. That's an amazing thing. Someone has a second chance who otherwise wouldn't have. And right. that's it. It's a blessing in disguise. Someone has a second chance. And that's a great thing. Um, I agree. And I think we're also sidestepping on the idea that all medicines are man-made. Aspirin, for instance, is just willow bark. And people have been using willow bark to treat uh, fevers and pain, you know, for as long as um, uh, homeopathic remedies have been around, you know. Um, so uh, you can... You can pepper in homeopathic remedies along with, you know, what your therapist and what your psychiatrist recommend and uh, and be all the better for it. I also think it's important to mention that neither one of us are mental health professionals. And um, no, we are just people with yeah. with uh, <laughs> a, a, a mouth, a voice, just talking mm -hmm. what we think is correct for our own experience. Yeah, true. right, right. <laughs> I just don't want to be. Um, uh, no, but it's interesting because you say um, aspirin is willow bark. I, I, yes. I had no idea. So it's not even man-made mm -hmm. at all. Nope, not at all. It's just aspirin simple willow is bark. bark. Mm-hmm. I mean, I will do my research on that after. So things like, you know, um, DMT or ayahuasca, it comes from, I don't know, is it a tree or some shit? Uh, or, a let's just say. A plant, I believe. A plant. Um, yeah. Ayahuasca, anyway. Um, I'm not um, sure what DMT is. I mean, I know what DMT is. I don't know what its original source is. Yeah, I, th I think it is a plant. So based on what you're saying, right, you're saying that meditation as far as you're aware from up until the time that you stopped didn't get you to oh, where you ideally wanted i still meditate every single day especially when i feel like i'm about to have a panic attack uh because i don't like taking the medicine that i have for my anxiety disorder it i i, I just don't like it i only use it as a last resort um but the aim is to obviously get off medication right or the the goal would be in an ideal world to <laughs> Come goal off is medication. to get off medication eventually, but I've come to terms with the fact that because of this trauma, and this boggles my mind um, when I stop and think about it, I will probably have to be on antidepressants for the rest of my life because my brain just no longer creates uh, the correct dopamine serotonin levels that it should for me to be able to function as a as a normal human being and that's okay you know some people have chronic severe depression um and and that's all we can do is is use what tools we're given um whether that means medication or meditation or both of them together like what i'm doing um you know your process is your own um, I'm sure you'd agree that taking medicine that's natural is more ideal than taking medicine that's made in a lab, right? Would you agree on that? Uh, not necessarily. I think it. I think ultimately it depends on uh, on the medication. You know, uh, for instance, you could argue 
that uh, heroin is natural because it's from the poppy. Um, but is it healthy to take it? No, <laughs> you probably should stay away from that, you know, um, such is true for most painkillers. Um, you know, they're all derivatives of, of, uh, morphine, you know, which is directly a result of the, of the poppy as well. Um, and they're so highly addictive here in the States, you know, fentanyl has become such a horrible, horrible killer in, a in areas. I mean, it's, it's a travesty. It's absolutely horrible. Um, um so. So what would you take something such as ayahuasca, DMT, or a toad, toad, dried toad skin or something? Basically, it is people who have gone through trauma, have tried everything, uh-huh. right? Medication, meditation, whatever. And then there's stories of people trying like toad potion or ayahuasca, uh-huh. DMT, and it does something to the brain, which it miraculously does. and magically somehow removes that trauma or gets your body up to the state of what you're trying to get to the point where you basically healed yourself would you try that or have you done it well i can tell you the only thing that has worked for my ptsd and i and i've tried everything they have under the sun has been microdosing shrooms on a daily basis um and have you done anything like dmt ayahuasca or toad whatever that fucking toad thing is um i've tried any of that before and uh it it didn't have the same effect that mushrooms seem to have and when i say microdosing i mean a very 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 small amount you know i don't trip or anything sometimes it creates a feeling of like pleasant warmness but more often than not i don't notice it until i go a day or two without taking it and those ptsd symptoms start to resurface and it's like it's like living your life in a box that has a button on it and your grief and that PTSD is represented by a giant ball right at the beginning of your journey of your trauma. Um, and it's bouncing around. So it hits that button all the time. Um, and that button represents grief and, and trepidation and all of those things. Um, and as, as you start to move away from your trauma and you utilize the tools in your toolbox, whether it be microdosing shrooms or meditation, um, that ball gets a little bit smaller and a little bit smaller. And so it hits that button less frequently, right? But every so often, just out of nowhere, it'll still hit that button and you're still encapsulated in, in all of those feelings that you went through originally. Does that make sense? It does. I want to thank you for um, uh, counteracting what I thought I know, because I always love it when I think I know something and then someone challenges me and then I have to go backwards and forwards and then I learn something. So I want to thank you. And the reason why is because when I tell my story about meditation healed me, right, it's simply saying that meditation has the ability to heal you. And I think that I now need to say the length of meditation is crucial to the healing process. For example, in your story, you might need a hundred years to get to that level, right? Mm-hmm. I only needed say three weeks. So it's the length of meditation that is needed to make life changing, um, change your life. It's not just the meta 
meditation. So I can say that you're right. It's not just med- meditation may not heal you. So I can't just say meditation will heal everybody because even though if everybody had thousands of years to do it, that there might be a 100% success rate, no one's got that, which means there isn't a 100% success rate, which means there is a population out there who simply doesn't have the time to meditate like I did all day to get there. You said right. you took DMT once, right? I've taken it a couple of times, yeah. What was the level of um, dosage, let's just say, that you took? Um, the second time I actually broke through, I couldn't tell you the the levels. Um, I can just tell you about the experience. Um, and the, the first time was not nearly as intense as the second time. The second time, like I said, I actually broke through and um, had like an ego death and it was, it was incredible. It was amazing. Um, and, uh, and I believe that heals in the right context. Not everyone can take hallucinogens after a traumatic. Howdy. Thanks for listening to my episode. Uh, if you could remember to rate and review the episode after you've listened, that'd be fantastic. And also subscribe. So when I release a new one, you get a notification and also please tell your friends on socials about me podcast. Now I'm going for a poo. I'll be back later. Have a great day and speak to you soon.